It's finally finished, but we're still stuck in supernatural purgatory. This podcast is a rewatch of all 15 seasons and hopefully our way to finally escape this show. Join us once a week for a fun, informal discussion on each episode and leave comments on any specific plot points you would like us to discuss. So this week we're discussing episode 13 of season one, Route 666. <laughs> Which is quite fun to say, yeah. actually. I haven't said it out loud, I don't think. <laughs> Route 666. I like it, yeah. Um, so, I mean, this episode's pretty poorly rated on IMDb, which I think we spoke briefly about last week. It has 7.4 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So the, it's directed by Paul Shapiro, written by Eugenie Ross-Lemming and um, Brad Buckner. <laughs> One thing I did see in the notes on IMDb for this episode was apparently this script was needed because Eric Kripke lost another one and they needed <laughs> something. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's true, it, but it was in the trivia for this episode. But I think that kind of does this episode a disservice a bit, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, bit, that's a bit cheeky really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We th- this was just this was put together like don't don't blame us this uh, no like yeah I don't know like so I I read some of the reviews and like some of them like it's kind of hard like one of them was a one star and I was like it's not that bad okay well no this this one star review is, is more of a storytelling critique but some of them were just like this episode was too preachy. And like wasn't in keeping with the rest of the show and all this other stuff. I'm like, I was trying. I was looking in like the background of what was going on in like 2006, and Katrina just hit, and obviously Katrina devastated uh, Louisiana and like the black communities um, in that area. And it's just like this. Maybe it may have been like a little bit of a callback to that, and like I don't know it. it it felt okay to have an episode like this. Like, why not? <laughs> I mean, if anything, I don't think that, like, I I made a note that, like, they were so close to addressing something here and they didn't actually quite get there. <laughs> so maybe this is like a 20, I guess, 21 sensibility now being projected onto, mm-hmm. like, a 2006 episode where I actually think they were kind of almost saying something but didn't quite say it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, we'll we'll get into some of the stuff, I suppose, but um, I don't know. It just, I don't think it warranted the, as much hate as it had received. I agree with you. I think this episode is absolutely fine it, as a like a monster of the week episode. Uh, we get introduced to a character that I think is really interesting. Yeah, I, it's it's not it's not bad. <laughs> it's, it's not, not bad. It's not. <laughs> It's not as bad as it could have been. Like they, they could have like, they they could have made excuses. If you know what I mean. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll bring that up in a little bit. But they they could have made excuses for some of the stuff that had happened in that would have been like righteous anger if they didn't had done it that way. Yeah. But like there was good like character acting. There was good character like a little bit of good character development. Mm-hmm. Like there was fan service. Come on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, it's, it's an okay episode. I, I'm, not, I'm actually not, not mad at it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, is it as bad as Bugs? I mean, I, I, looking back, I, you know, 
Bugs had its moments where there was also good character development, but the story was bad. I actually think this was a slightly better story than Bugs. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't as it wasn't as lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. You know, where where Bugs was just like, Oh, it's Native American. That's why it's happening. Whereas this is like yeah. This was like directly yeah. tied to like the history of the place that they were. Yeah, it was yeah. yeah. So let's get into it. Um, so we start at Cape Giridu. I think that's how you say that in Missouri. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to say it, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with your yeah. <laughs> I'll take the flack on that one. That's fine. <laughs> so the intro to this uh, episode is fairly short. I think we see a man driving in a car, uh, listening to the radio, when suddenly, like a big, I don't know how to describe this truck, monster truck. It's a monster truck. Well, it's not. It's, it's not. It's though. just a very. It's a very big um, pickup truck. Like it's a. It's a modded out pickup truck. Yeah. I. Because I, I have seen. I've seen similar styles of trucks here where they like add the additional lights and mm-hmm. put the um, like a bigger kind of mean looking uh, bumper on it. Yeah. Um. It's usually like hunters like um you know deer hunt like uh, game hunters <laughs> yeah that that kind of mod their cars out i i mean i can't say for sure because i've never met any of the people who were driving these trucks but they're usually <laughs> super obnoxious drivers like they come up way too close to you yeah. i hate them like whenever i see one i'm like Ugh, all right let me move so they can get past me <laughs> one thing i will say as someone who lives in the uk and have vis- has visited america your cars are huge. Like, you don't need that much car. I've never seen a car that big. What are those big cars like? Oh, what are they called? You know, like the big kind of Jeep looking things. What are you doing with them? Why do you need that much car? Like, I don't understand it. I'm here with like my like Vauxhall Corsa. <laughs> yeah, but okay. You also got to remember, can you like... I'm pretty sure if you took one of if you took the, this monster car, this, like we'll call it a monster truck because it that's kind of what it is. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not it's not the monster truck that you see in like the the toy section. Yeah, um, if you put one of those cars on the road in England, I'm pretty sure it'd take a line and a half. Like well, it wouldn't fit. <laughs> How's it going to go down all our windy little roads? Like it wouldn't. Right. It wouldn't fit. Yeah, it wouldn't it seems- fit. Someone please it's, it's explain kind of to me what's the fascination because I don't get it. <laughs> what? Well, so this this is purely going by like my experience because we when you live in the US in most places where you find these big kind of cars, you are driving at least like two hours a day because you're either like your commute is either an hour and so you're like. You know, you're not. You don't really want to be crammed in this tiny little car. Also, if you're, if you are in a little car, because there are so many big cars, you're not seen. That's true. <laughs> so everybody has big cars to be able to be seen. Because like, I used to have a small car, and like there were times where I've al- I, I had almost gotten into an accident on on the highway because the car just didn't see me. Yeah. Um, but ironically the the car that did hit me in the end was the exact same model and year as my car so it was two small cars that collided yeah sounds <laughs> um, typical yeah so um 
it was anyway that was yeah that's that's my thoughts on it but so yeah this this car this big monster truck thing is like it's kind of it's way back in the distance you, you see mm-hmm. these kind of lights sort of appear and see this like because we're looking at him you you see it through the back window yeah and then you, i think you see it through his like rear view as it gets closer and closer mm-hmm. and it just sort of keeps creeping up and creeping up and then it gets very aggressive and it's like smashing the back of the car eventually basically runs him off the road yeah like he's he's he, he gets away for a minute or seems to get away away for a minute but then he the car is suddenly in front of him it yeah it's, it's, it's definitely spooky i noticed that the radio was going in and out which we kind of already know now to associate with like ghosts and things mm-hmm. so um there's obviously something going on i mean <laughs> You do obviously know that something's going on because once he, this car has been run off the road, the truck's kind of revving behind it yeah. and then does the worst fade out <laughs> I <have> ever. <laughs> it was so cheesy. It really like, was. Yeah. I, I mean, the whole, the whole, the whole car thing was a little like the way the car, I guess, acted. Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very very strange i do have to point that like why it, it it felt more like this car was trying to be like i don't know like a big big cat or something that's like <laughs> growling at its prey or whatever it's oh, kind of like wiggling weird. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i bet i bet the stunt driver had such a good time there. <laughs> yeah for sure for sure yeah <laughs> The truck was a choice. I I actually think maybe this would have been scarier if it was just like a pickup truck, you know? Yeah. That sort of appeared and mm-hmm. disappeared. Not this kind of cartoony, huge, like with big sort of exhaust coming off the top and stuff. I felt it was a bit over the yeah, top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or like if, if you wanted to do it that way, you could you could even use like um, the front of a like the front of a lorry or a, a pickup truck and uh, not pickup yeah. truck, um, a semi a semi truck mm-hmm. like you could you could do it that way too that way you would still get this big like obnoxious presence um yeah but i mean it it doesn't really tie into like who we find out who that character is kind of thing yeah i don't think so this i mean i guess like going on to something like this doesn't look like a truck from the 60s right this no. is very modern Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. I don't know. And like, now I'm. I know that ghosts can't really change much of their like appearance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when they, I can't. We'll get into this, but like later on, I feel like that truck looked like it was from the sixties. Oh um, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. I, yeah, I, the truck was problematic. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. it, was, it was. It was. It was weird. It was definitely yeah. Weird. As it like as the car fades, it goes to title. It was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, the fading was odd. Like, <laughs> it was really odd. Like if you haven't, just go back and watch that like fading out because it's. I think it's happens twice in this episode, and it's 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 dodgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So after we've seen this like, car accident happen, it cuts to sort of Sam and Dean at a gas station, and Sam's like planning the next step of their journey, and he says that they're going to Pennsylvania. And he's kind of devising a shortcut. But yeah. Dean's on the phone and he's kind of like, no, you know, scrap that. 
we're going somewhere mm-hmm. else. He says he's had to call from an old friend because her dad was killed. And she, he's like expressing surprise that she had called him. It's like, oh, I ne- mm-hmm. you know, never would expect her to call me. Also made a note, Jacket's back. It's been gone for the last yeah. two episodes. <laughs> yeah, I I'm happy that too. <laughs> um, I love the fact that they're using a map as well for, yeah. for mapping out where they're going. I thought it was, was great. It's so anyway, yeah. fun, like it's so funny how slowly maps kind of left because I remember using a map at this time, yeah. like two thousand five, two thousand six. Like I would have used a map in a car, and then just like now, not even think about it. Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, I think I think for for me, I think two thousand six, we started to use MapQuest a little bit, where you print it out um, from your computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but definitely we. Like, so um, my parents used to, and my family, we used to drive to across Europe to go to Switzerland. Uh, this, I credit this to being able to find my, like, find my direction because <laughs> my brother and I would be in the backseat. Like, we're probably, like, young, under 10 yeah. years old. Yeah. Also looking at the map to make sure that we're going the right way because we uh, had gotten lost a few times. Yeah, cute. So, like, we, we knew how to read maps, like, really, really young. So, yeah, it's just. I don't miss it. I honestly don't miss it. No, but, like, I don't miss it. <laughs> I do. When whenever I look at a map of our hometown, I get lost. Like I can't figure out. Like I go on Google Maps to like show like a friend of, from America. Like, oh, this is where we would go. And I'd like look at the map, and I'm like, wait, where's? Like I'll look for like I'll look for like the Odeon because it's like a good sort of starting point. I'm like, yeah. okay, I literally have to physically turn my phone. <laughs> in the direction that I need to walk in to know which streets I have to walk down. Otherwise, I can't figure out like where I'm going on a map. Yeah, that's the same. I think that's a skill that people are losing, like or actually physically like moving a map around to see which direction you go. Yeah, and, mm. I don't know. Nostalgic for maps today, I guess. It's like... Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> a little, little bit of a tangent, but there you go. Anyway, yeah. I, I love this next little sequence in the car. It's so like. <laughs> S- th- Sam in this episode is a sassy little, I'm, sassy little someone. <laughs> I was about to say the exact same thing. Sam in this whole episode. I don't know. All of his lines in this episode are either teasing Dean or providing like some kind of context to the monster of the week. There's no other stuff going on here. So sorry, this Sam, in this episode, I, your lines were... There's no character development for you here. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> You're, you were sidelined for this episode. Definitely. <laughs> but the facial expressions alone, it's just so like younger sibling energy. It's like, ooh, <laughs> totally. something's going on. <laughs> He's like, by old friend you mean, and Dean responds, friend that's not new. I'm like, yeah, the sibling energy is strong. Um, definitely, definitely. Like Dean's really defensive about it. He just doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't want to tell him anything about this information. The only time that Sam gets annoyed at at Dean about like his old friend is when he realizes that oh he told her about the the life they lead you told her you told her the secret our big family rule number one we do what we do and we shut up about it for a year and a half i do nothing but lie to jessica and you go out with this chick in ohio a couple of times and you tell her everything dean yeah looks like 
get it because he was saying like oh i never told jess you know right. even though he's mm-hmm. something he really regrets not doing because he said that in a few episodes but i thought about this and i was like well you know dean's like four years older than sam like mm-hmm. he had a few more like you know he st- maybe was think you know thinking about i don't know at some point having to tell someone this in order to have maybe some kind of relationship so maybe this was the mm-hmm. time whereas maybe sam's too um, young to have gone through that yet yeah and we don't really know the exact timeline of uh their relationship like mm. i don't feel like they ever mentioned like oh we broke up x months ago or x years ago no it doesn't feel recent like no, you know, well i guess I don't know. she does say that she was in college so she, it, it probably would have been about because he was what he's 26 yeah 27 yeah so it probably would have been about four years ago mm-hmm. just going off by the fact that like you finish college when you're about 22 that makes sense and she's she's obviously well into her career as well like she's not mm-hmm. like a, a newbie at this this newspaper which we'll get to just in a second so i mean it would have been about the same the same age i guess but like we already know from like previous episodes even so far that dean forms very strong connections yeah so of course like for him it makes sense at an early stage because he feels a strong connection to her um because mm-hmm. he even suggested that like you know that he loved her that he would tell her about it but... yeah i think so i think i think sam he's initially annoyed about this i think he gets over it pretty quickly once he meets yeah he does. yeah mm-hmm. well also there was something about like cassie and dean that felt more romantic than sam and jess did yeah. did you feel that i know i know there's like again fan service that comes up but like even before that like their emotional state just feels more invested oh yeah i have thoughts i have thoughts on this um okay yeah, we'll, sure. we'll, we'll get to it so after after this like you know, there's a little bit of a blow up. It, it then uh, cuts to a newspaper where we see Cassie. Well, we don't we don't know this is Cassie yet, but mm-hmm. we cut, it's kind of in, inferred that this is this is Cassie. And she's talking to this older gentleman, which we find out is the mayor. I I first officially thought it, initially thought it was her boss, which I guess it could be. But um, yeah, I thought the same because they were kind of explaining like what kind of newspaper and stuff they were. And I was like, oh, who are they explaining this to? I, I was confused about who this guy was for a bit, but mm-hmm. it does get explained later on. Yeah. And basically he's, he's being very d- dismissive, like saying you don't need like it was a tragic accident. Like there's nothing, there's nothing going on. Then we see like Sam and Dean walk in. Cassie turns around and sees Dean and like has a kind of they all both stop. Like it was very like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't. But then it's Sam's face, <laughs> his little smirk pout yeah, thing. Yeah, he's so like, ooh. I I don't know how to explain his energy here. Ever then, like, ooh, you've got a girlfriend. Like, do you know? K I S S I N G. Exactly. Exactly. I said, okay, so I said Cassie looks happy to see Dean. She goes like Dean when he walks in, and then they just sort of stare at each other <laughs> um what's with the long lingering glances like i don't like it, it's fine it's fine everything's fine um but <laughs> i 
I just want you to remember this moment of, of how Dean and Cassie interact when we are introduced to other characters later on. Now, I'm not going to mention here because they're not in this episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> the, it kind of it, it kind of it does linger a very long time. Um, this yeah. is definitely a director's choice, though. Anyway, um, so they're looking at each other, staring at each other's souls, and then we cut to Cassie's house or her mum's house. We're we're at someone's yeah. house, and um, she's preparing tea, which I thought was very cute. Oh, um, yeah. But like Dean doesn't drink it; he just sort of like lifts it to his face and like puts it to the side. <laughs> I I love the character acting here because Sam's like, yes, I have a teacup and a saucer. What of it? Like he's fully like, yes, this is fine. I'm comfortable in this situation. Dean is like, I've never seen this object before in my hands. I do not want to know what to do with it. <laughs> it's oh. very, it was very, very strange. Um, basically, she she does a rundown of uh, exactly what we saw in the beginning. Like, yeah. Um, father's car was run off the road but there's no but the big difference is that there's no tracks there's no tracks yeah. on the floor on the ground um it was wet and like muddy mm -hmm. and she also says that for for a while before the accident happened or the 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 murder happened yeah um her father was scared and was was seeing a truck yeah um but nobody sort of believed him yeah to help matters here, they don't say her dad's name for a really long time this episode, but his name is Martin. They they also find out here that there was another man who died called Clayton, who was her dad's friend, in similar mm -hmm. circumstances as well. They they owned a car dealership together. So, I mean, I think Sam's kind of asking, like, oh, was it definitely a truck? And, and she was saying, like, well, he definitely would recognize, like, it was the same one each time because he, like, sold cars or there, yeah. there was a reasoning for it. And um, and the fact that like this, the car was all banged up, even though it was brand new, because he got had got it off the lot. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So there's like yeah, there's like a bit of exposition here. Um, mm -hmm. I think really important to note here, they were kind of asking why this has not been investigated, and she said, "Well, they're just calling it accidents. Like the police aren't investigating this at all." Which yeah is interesting and kind of mirrors like what we find out from this uh, episode of why this this is happening. The, this episode is very uh, racial based, so it does. It's kind of important to mention that Cassie is, or Cassie's father is a is a black man. Mm -hmm. uh, Clayton was a black man. Yeah, and she she is she is also she's mixed. She's mixed race. Um, yeah, we find this out. Like I I wasn't expecting so because shortly after, like we find out that her father's friend Clayton had also been killed in a similar fashion. Yeah, uh, her mum arrives. And she's she's a white woman, so mm -hmm. that was really cool to see. Like I wasn't expecting it, just because like this is gonna sound really bad, but she is a lighter skinned uh, black person. Yeah, to the point where she could she could have two black parents. Yeah, uh, quite easily. So I, I do like the direction that they took. That it was an interracial couple. It makes sense for what happens later on. Yeah. Um. But like it always. <sighs> This this is how like when I saw it, it took me back. Like, yeah, at, like it surprised me, and I hate the fact that it surprises me because mm -hmm. I am from an interracial <laughs> family. My mother is white, my father is black. But when I see it on TV, I'm like, 
oh yeah that's the thing that happens like in, <laughs> in my everyday life i don't think about it at all but like it's all about representation i guess and like when you see it in like i saw it in a commercial one time and i was like oh yeah, yeah. Oh, cool so yeah it was just to see it happen in 2006 was kind of it, it made me happy yeah i i don't like as a teenager i definitely wasn't aware of this kind of stuff back then i again like i've i said before i don't really, didn't don't really have to think about it i'm quite privileged um in that way but i th- i don't i don't know how good representation on tv was then i feel like it's still yeah. lagging behind now with interracial couples i'll be oh yeah i think it's getting sure. better but yeah i think yeah this was a a good i think it was a good choice for this episode as well mm-hmm. it, it really fit into the narrative as well as um, yeah, providing some nice representation. So, I mean, uh, Cassie herself is played by like a really um, like amazing actress called Megalyn Etikuwoke, um, and she's she's been in like a few different different series and things. I think she's one of these act, like actors again that have been in like a few different TV shows, but never maybe in a main part. But she was in Buffy as well. I like that there's this overlap sometimes between Supernatural and Buffy because they are quite similar shows. But yeah. I love that they chose her. She is stunning. <laughs> she is. She is, absolutely. Um, and she's just such a good character in this episode. I think she's... Mm-hmm. If this episode hadn't had her in it, it would have been terrible. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, it was, it was very, very good. She's, she is wonderfully wonderful in this episode. <laughs> yeah. And like, the character of Cassie and how she reacts, like, how she relates to Dean is just like ooh, ooh. <laughs> She's a very good counterpart. Definitely, definitely, for sure. So I mean, you know, they they have a conversation when Cassie's mum comes home, and like Dean says, like, oh, you know, we're sorry for your loss. Can you talk to us about it? But she's like, no, no, I don't want to speak about it at all, and just like shuts them down at this point. And then it just cuts to another car crash sequence. Not much to to say on that really is it's like really short i thought like the when they show the like the the road stuff in this episode where they're like you know cars are involved and stuff i feel like they were almost like kind of rushed sometimes these sequences i don't know mm-hmm. yeah it was a little bit like so it's literally just we just see the wrecked car basically yeah it, like we don't we don't even really see the accident that happens it's just like um we see the man who was with cassie in the newsroom Mm-hmm. Or the newspaper like office yeah um and he's all like bloodied and stuff and that was kind of it <laughs> you see another f- horrible fade out with the truck but other than that, that yeah <laughs> so i mean the next day i assume they they turn up at this car accident uh, or car crash and they find out that the guy is called jimmy so yeah he's he's uh, obviously been working with cassie at the newspaper and she said that they were like he was also friends with her dad um, the mayor is there. His name is Harold, and he's kind of reiterating here to Cassie that it, this was accidents, and she's saying like, "Well, mm-hmm. close the road then." But and they're having this kind of argument. Sam and Dean turn up, and she introduces them as family friends. <laughs> this is that like, they didn't have to um, sort of. They do anyway, but they didn't really have to hide their identities in this episode. Which, no, yeah. not really. And then so it's kind of like implied that that there's a bit of racism going on um mm-hmm. because it's been it's been three black men and the police aren't really doing anything beyond saying it's just accidents yeah and you know 
he's saying that the mayor is saying he's not going to close the only road in or out of the town yeah. um, because of these accidents. And then she says, well, would you do it if they were white? And then his response, even after watching the episode, is such a weird response. He says, <laughs> what, um, how about, why don't you ask your mother? Like, basically, why don't you ask your mother why I'm not racist? I'm like, yeah. that, like I said, even after watching the episode, really doesn't make sense that's not the kind of response you give to someone calling you out as a racist like go no. ask somebody else why i'm not racist it's like ugh. yeah you don't get don't get well defensive about it like obviously <laughs> yeah yeah it's a bit it's, it was, i mean it obviously weird. it's implying that like oh something else is going on in this town because he got so weird about it maybe but at the same time some people just do get like that so <laughs> how, how are you gonna like know that yeah Dif- yeah what, so i have a question um were there any like deleted scenes in this episode on the no DVD? there's no there's, okay. there wasn't any at all well because i was gonna say like dean like indicates where the tire tracks are but yeah. like nothing comes of it he kind of like nods his head towards it and sam kind of looks in the same direction but <laughs> that was it that was all that came from it and i was like well, are they not gonna go look that was such like a so throwaway was... moment I didn't even really notice it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's why I was wondering if they had deleted scenes and they were like, because this episode again um, was short. It was only 40 yeah. minutes. Oh. Um, so. it, it felt short actually, to be fair. No, I, yeah, yeah, I think so. So then I guess uh, like Sam and Dean are in a motel room, I assume. I, it doesn't really explain where they're staying in this town. I thought maybe they were staying at Cassie's house, but um, it, this looks like a motel room. And they're putting on suits and kind of talking about Cassie. So Sam's like, <laughs> oh, she's fearless. Bet she kicks your ass a few times. Um, <laughs> and then he says something which I like. I love. What's interesting is you guys never really look at each other at the same time. You look at her when she's not looking. She checks you out when you look away. It's just, a, just an interesting observation and a, you know observationally interesting way i think we might have some more pressing issues here yeah <laughs> yeah that's funny um so what, when they were getting ready i thought they were getting ready for a funeral because it's like I did they too. Were black suits black tie it was just like what okay i mean it makes sense because we would assume that yeah. cassie's father's funeral was what that day or whatever but or they this were going to happened. Jimmy's funeral or anything, like someone else's to get information. But no. Yeah. No, they're doing they were, weird. <laughs> they're posing as insurance agents. There was no... Right, okay, okay. There was no need for this. Like, I'd, there was no need for them to pose as insurance agents because they go and ask this guy who's a friend of Jimmy it, if in the days leading up to his death, he'd been having hallucinations or visions. First of all, if you're a friend of that guy and he's just had like a, a you know, a fatal car accident and they're talking about paying off insurance, you're not going to tell them that they were having visions. <laughs> right, and no. <laughs> <laughs> because what if it like compromises their insurance claim for their family, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it yeah. seems like a weird direction to go in. Um, I, guess, I guess they hadn't dressed up in a few episodes, so they're like, let's put on a suit. <laughs> I maybe they were planning something else. Also, why is Dean incapable of like wearing a tie in this? Like his tie is, is so messy compared to Sam's. 
like obviously as he gets older he learns how to like tighten his tie maybe he's too cool to wear <laughs> also like the the first time they buy those outfits because I'm, I'm assuming it's from um yeah. when they have to to be the um from phantom traveler so i'm assuming, mm-hmm. assuming it's the same same ones like he does say that he feels uncomfortable in it because that that one his his top button's actually buttoned up on that and he's like yeah. putting his finger in in the collar and like <laughs> um so he's probably more along the lines of that but yeah it was it was very very distracting yeah I love the, okay so they're talking to these guys the, the line this guy says so they're asking him if he's seen like a truck and stuff and the guy they're talking to says like you speak in english i was like i don't know why i rewound it and listened to it again i don't know why it was so funny um it just looked really taken aback uh but luckily there's another guy with him who kind of gives the whole backstory right he gives the whole backstory yeah. so uh in the 60s like black men were disappearing into a black truck and get, getting murdered presumably they never caught the guy and but the like the police didn't really want to know like they was never really investigated no one really spoke about yeah. it and which was it, very much the case unfortunately yeah. of American history. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, oh, well, this is indicating this town has a racist past and this is somehow linked then to what's going on in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it was very interesting that the, the guy that, like, the, the when Sam and Dean described the truck, um, the, you know, the, the white guy is like, why are you speaking English? And then the black guy is like, oh, yeah, I know that truck. It's, so it's kind of, yeah. it's very reflective of, like, Talking about experiences, like you have, you can't discredit people's experiences. Like, yeah, if, if that black guy wasn't there, they would have never have gotten to this like conclusion. So, anyway, that's a really good a point. Bit. Actually, I thought this is like I was going to say it's late, but actually, this, it fits in nicely now. I think this is really interesting. This episode because one thing it does highlight is that this kind of stuff that went on um is still in living memory like there are people who live in this town who are not that old really who remember all of this this stuff happening you know and can still speak to it so they head off from this conversation and um they're talking about what it might be so they're talking about like a possessed vehicle i think dean says phantom truck he also mentions the flying dutchman um Mm -hmm. which is like a ghost ship though in the context i'm talking about here it sounds like the ship might be possessed I always thought it was a ghost ship, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> and they've yeah. realised... Yeah? Do you know it's a ghost ship or is it possessed? It's a, I, I took it as being a ghost ship. Yeah, me too. But then I guess the ghost... The truck is a ghost truck. Yeah. It's not... Okay, wait, I mean, it, it fades away. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> they, you know, they, they say all the, oh, well, the victims now are all black men and they're all connected to Cassie's family as well. So obviously this seems to be related to um, what they were talking about. So Sam very diplomatically sends Dean to go talk to Cassie about this. <laughs> uh, he kind of makes a suggestion and also says like, oh, you should probably talk about that other thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, what? He's like, oh, you know, your unfinished business. And he's just so smarmy. Like, I, Sam in this episode is just the comic relief. Like, every time I saw him in this episode, I was just laughing. Like, what is that face? What are you doing? Like, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like, 
the L scene is so silly. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> Dean's like, like, kind of Sam stops talking and Dean's like, would you blink or something? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're having, like, oh. Sam's trying to have a semi-serious conversation. It's like, you know, what did this girl mean to you? Like, were you in love? Mm-hmm. And Dean's kind of saying without saying it like it was more serious than I was making out it was yeah I kind of loved her and then Sam just kind of stares at him for a bit (laughs) (laughs) I love that yeah it's 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 so good what is going on between you two all right so maybe we're a little bit more involved than I said oh okay okay a lot more maybe (laughs) and I told her the secret about what we do and I shouldn't have Oh, look, man, everybody's got to open up to someone sometime. Yeah, I don't. It was stupid to get that close. I mean, look how it ended. Would you stop? Blink or something. You loved her. Oh, God. I'm, I'm getting a bit serious right now. But, like, okay, okay. so before the rest of this episode happens, I wrote here, oh, uh, Dean had a real relationship, but I bet John broke it up. I mean, even if because he didn't directly do it, yes. He kind of did, didn't he? And I was just like, oh, I didn't want to be right, but I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I So when I wrote that, I thought it was going to be more of a direct like breakup of like, you know how Dean follows orders and it would have mm-hmm. been like John saying, you can't be in a relationship kind of thing. Yeah. Um, look, look what happened to Mary. It it's wouldn't have surprised indirect. me either, to be fair, actually. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really interesting this scene is kind of making it clear that, you know, Dean's kind of, you know, he's saying that Cassie broke up with him. Like, it was pretty serious. Mm -hmm. Like, he did really have feelings for her. And then, like, something got in the way. And we know what that thing is that got in the way. Like, it's the hunting and the lifestyle. And John, let's be honest. So, yeah. yeah. (sighs) So, Cassie's in, I guess she's in her house in her dad's office I think that's what it looks like or in her office actually mm-hmm. it could be and uh, Dean turns up and um she kind of first of all asks him like oh it's just you <laughs> like <laughs> you know before <laughs> before he goes into asking about the case and everything and she kind of explains you know a bit of background on Jimmy that he was the first black reporter to work at the newspaper because they had a whites only policy um before he joined and like as she's going into this like exposition, I re- like, the camera pans out, and the way that they're stood, they're like so far apart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As well. I didn't. I so I noticed it very quickly actually because the way like so Dean usually is very like forward facing, if you will. Like yeah. when he's talking to somebody, he'll stand up straight and like face the person. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he gets to like, because her off the office doesn't have doors; it's just a it, like a a widened um, door doorway like they they knocked out a door a, a wall maybe i don't know and he's just leaning against one side of the wall like oh. for the entirety of the conversation yeah like he doesn't he, yeah and i get it like you don't he doesn't want to like feel her full force <laughs> <I guess. laughs> and then it you know the, the framing of it does really help because then she mirrors him yeah she then goes to the opposite side and they have this conversation and like I, I were awkwardly standing around which is oh, exactly yeah. what they're doing and like I, I it feels like they it it 
it got me. Like I've I haven't had yeah. many face to face like interactions with an ex. Mm-hmm. But like generally you don't really want to be there. Um <laughs> and I I don't know, I got that feeling like the time the couple of times I've had I've had to interact with an ex, I was just like I just gonna lean over here a little bit like I mean obviously it's, it's a little bit different because like I did not feel anything for these people <laughs> yeah they, they still <laughs> they still do um, <laughs> but like I don't know you could really feel that the feel the tension I, it was well done I mean yeah I don't have anything to relate this to you know <laughs> <laughs> um but like I, I think that I think there's something to be said about being stood in a room and having to have a conversation with someone that you're like attracted to that you don't know what to do with your body. Like, how (laughs) do I, like, it feels so like awkward teenage to me. Like, what do I do with my hands? Oh, okay, it's fine. I'm just going to lean against this wall because it's like a safe neutral zone. Like, (laughs) then I don't have to worry about personal space. Like, the only thing missing is that he didn't put his foot up on the wall. <laughs> exactly. Like the ultimate casual, like, this is awkward stance. I'm going to lean here, foot up. Yeah, I get it. Um, I, 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 I love it. I just love it. I, I love Cassie in this scene because she's, I don't know, she does something to Dean, like, that he just becomes, like, more emotional around her. Like, they've obviously shared mm-hmm. something, like, fairly deep when they were seeing each other. But did they? Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, he says, like, well, why did you ask where Sam was? Like, would it be easier with him here to, like, talk to me? He's, and he's saying, like, we're going to keep it strictly business. But, like, Cassie says something that just, like, sums up Dean. Like, she, she gets him. <sighs> I forgot you do that. Do what? Oh. Whenever we get, what's the word, close? Anywhere in the neighborhood of emotional vulnerability, you back off or make some joke or find any way to shut the door on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. This woman gets it. She understands. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, we've all seen it. We've seen it for, what, 13 episodes now? Oh, yeah. Well, however many episodes we're at, I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, we're on episode 13. So we've seen, we've seen this happen, especially between Sam and... Well, only Sam and Dean, but like... Every time there's some sort of conversation, yeah, nope, <laughs> shut down. And like they go off on this long metaphor about closing doors and who broke up with who. Are we done with this metaphor? All I'm saying is I was totally upfront with you back then, and you nailed me with it. The guy I'm with, the guy I'm hoping might be in my future, tells me he professionally pops ghosts. What the words I use? And that he has to leave to go work with his father. I did. All I could think was, if you want out, fine, but don't tell me this insane story. It was the truth, Cassie, and I noticed it didn't sound so insane the minute you thought I could help you. Back then, I thought you just wanted to dump me. You know, because he's saying, like, you shut the door, you buried the key, when that's what this door metaphor. And then he says, mm-hmm. like, you took that truth and you nailed me with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything further to say on that other than like no and um I don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> nobody's nailing anyone here um well they do but um well yeah so I mean you know Cassie says like oh you know I thought we were gonna have a future together and then you told me you hunt ghosts <laughs> 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 and also she says and that you had to leave with your dad and mm-hmm. so, yes, John did get in the way of this relationship. 
I, I get, I totally get where she's coming from this episode. She was like, I thought you were lying to me to like, as an excuse to break up, you know? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. to be fair, he told her that the supernatural exists and that he had to leave with his dad. So she's, it's kind of a reasonable response. Yeah. It's yeah. a very reasonable response. Um, it is very drawn out. Like you can, you can see that like something's going to happen. I did write, just bump uglies already. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they were like, getting closer and closer to each other during this argument. Like it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also noticed that Cassie is really tall. Yeah. I know she's probably got like, she hasn't, I don't think she has heels on. What, uh, Jensen's six one, right? I think so. Yeah. She doesn't have to reach that high. To no, kiss him. no, yeah, no, yes, that that she's a, uh, I guess it's Megalyn is a is a tall lady. I don't like I I I don't know how to talk about sex scenes on a podcast. Yeah, um, no, neither do I. It <laughs> happened. <laughs> it happened. The song they were playing was uh, "She Brings Me Love" by Bad Company. Not on the Netflix version though, because y- y'all need to go buy the DVDs, I guess. <laughs> um, I I think it was I I do you know what. I wasn't mad. Like I usually find sex scenes in movies and TV shows quite uncomfortable. I, I, I yeah, don't know why. Me too. But actually, I thought this was fine. Like it was pretty. I would say tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not like because I mean for for the Netflix version, the the music is like super loud. Like there's no like character sounds. Um, yeah, it's the same, and uh, like the music's pretty loud. Was it fan service or no? What do you think? Um, like, do you think the the women of Supernatural at this time wanted to see that, or I don't know? This, look, this comes back to who is their audience, mm-hmm. because I still oh, see it's tough. I think at this time, it, Supernatural was not catering for like a female audience. It's like a male fantasy show, like got guns and stuff, hunting things. So I actually think it's fan service in the other direction. It's like, oh, you know, you're going to hook up with this like hot lady. With like, with your hot ex. Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of think it's that way around. It's, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who is the audience for Supernatural? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an age-old question of like who are they, who are they trying to cater for, and yeah, I think at this point it's 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 not us. But yeah, mm-hmm. I I I didn't yeah I don't think it was too much fan service. Um, one thing I don't know if you saw this bit of trivia, but apparently the network never had any notes on the violence or anything in this episode. Um, but apparently they did say that in this sex scene they didn't want Cassie to be on top, which shows with the sensibility of that the network lie. But she was anyway, mm. so good on them, I yeah, guess. <laughs> yeah. That's what so is with weird. that morality? Like, like what? What? Yeah, that's that is kind of weird. I mean, I I get it. Like, well, no, I don't get it. What I was going to say to that is that obviously it's harder to hide boobs when a woman's on top. It's I don't so know. Weird. It just seems weird to me. That's the thing you choose to like moralize about. Like, yeah. Okay, fine. So women yeah. can't be empowered into the bedroom, apparently. <laughs> apparently not which is again like who's the audience for this yeah um <laughs> so i mean we cut from from that scene to the mayor 
out looking at some property, I think, and like looking at a map. And so I think it's blueprints for his like because ah. like the, the the markings on the ground like with all the string and stuff that is uh, construction. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, and then he sees the truck and w- as he walks to his car and he tries to run away from it, but it runs him over. I was just like shouting at him in the scene like, "Why are you running in a straight line? Like, why are you <laughs> running down the road? There were trees either side of that like road that he was running down like." Yep. Go behind a tree. He could have <laughs> could have gone behind a tree. And like, granted, yes, it was a ghost car, but they don't know it's a ghost car. Yeah. So like, exactly, it, you would do that. But like, so when he gets hit by the car, his like the visual effects on his face was yeah. really gruesome. Like, he, like he yeah he went like instant like instant decomp face. Like his eyes went a weird like cloudy mm-hmm. color, and his face was like. His lips were like gone. It was weird. It was it very, was weird. very weird. Yeah, it was spooky. I just, yeah, I didn't like that very much. It's creepy. No, it was, and it was very different to like how. I mean, I guess the other people had died because of the car accident. Yeah, because um, he didn't get hit by a truck, did he? He got hit by a ghost truck. So yeah. maybe it affected him differently. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Like, is, was he drowned? Mm. Ooh, I don't, I don't know. know. He, his face looked weird. Anyway, yeah, you're completely it, right. Yeah, it was. It was, bleh. and then ad break after he died. Oh yeah, ad break. Yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> and we we cut back to um, Cassie and Dean in bed, and like that. This is such a typical line. Like I've definitely heard this line before on other shows. We should fight more often. Absolutely. Like I've definitely oh, heard that line before. And they kind of talk about like all oh, this bit, like all the physical stuff. We were always really good at this, but the emotional stuff is where. The relationship had its like downfall and she says like i thought you were like nuts and like i thought you were dangerous which to be fair uh i mean she's probably not wrong i i said before yeah. i feel like they seem to be magnets for the supernatural which mm-hmm. it does make sense like in the meta narrative but um i think if they had stayed together like i mean we see this later on with other relationships like something bad probably would have happened to her eventually yeah yeah, definitely. Maybe not the level of Jessica. No. Um, because that's that's directly correlated to Sam. Mm-hmm. But definitely something. Um, yeah. Something would have got after him. Um, yeah. She would have been drawn into something. So good instincts. Mm. Like, <laughs> yes. <you know? laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> it's kind of sweet. Like, Dean says they're having a little bit of, like, a bit of emotional moment. And he says, I couldn't lie to you. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I know, like, I I think he says that, like, this. he was the first person that he told, I guess, outside their family that he was a hunter. And I think he says, like, deal, like something along the lines of, like, dealing with these emotions is scarier than, like, hunting. In my work, um, I see some horrible things. Things that can't be explained. I deal with them. But working things out with you? I'm a scary one, all right. Hmm. At least you're self-aware. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is true. It's <laughs> um, very true. And they kind of start like she. He also tells her that like he's still involved in all of that stuff that they were still mm-hmm. they were talking about back then. That it's still going on, and this doesn't really get addressed. She gets kind of yeah. Go on. She kind of gets like a little bit angry at that. Like I feel like she still thinks he's lying a little bit. Yeah. Do you? 
I do. I, I don't know how much she believes. Like, I think she believes him that he's got this, like, strange lifestyle where he's on the road with his dad, I guess now his brother, and they're, you know, they obviously go around, like, doing something with the supernatural, but she hasn't actually experienced it yet. So... Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's real to her. It, it's just... And maybe she's more angry that we're saying that they maybe this relationship happened like four years ago. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's still hunting, he's still on the road, he still doesn't really want to talk about it. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Must be frustrating yeah. Yeah. to see someone again like years later and be like, Oh, you're the exact same person that mm-hmm. I thought you were <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As much as people like wanna say that they want things to stay the same, they really don't. You want so. things to you want to like people see people grow and like develop as people. Yeah. Exactly. So like Dean's phone rings and he finds out that the mayor is dead. I assume it's Sam on the phone. It only makes sense that it's him. Yeah. Um, so they meet up and Sam's like, So where were you last night? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make it home last night. <laughs> yeah. Where were you? He's like the only way it would have like made it even cheesy if he was like tapping his watch or if they'd done that yeah. like scene where he's waiting for him in the motel before like switching on the lamp, like, where have you been? <laughs> yeah it was uh, Sam (laughs) Uh, yeah again great Um, it's like you you know what happened you did this on purpose like like, stop being a butt yeah he set it up he should be happy I said he should be happy with the outcome he clearly is so (laughs) yeah Yeah. definitely (laughs) so they're gonna go do some research so I think so Cassie and, and Dean meet up and do some research um, and they're trying to find links between the killings in the 60s and, and the killings now, but they're not really finding anything, again, because this wasn't properly investigated in the 1960s. There aren't really any police reports. There aren't re- like even really any newspaper reports on it. Mm-hmm. But luckily, like Sam rings and he finds out, he's, he's found out that the mayor bought some land belonging to a guy called Dorian um his name is Cyrus Dorian um mm-hmm. who vanished in 1963 and again his murder was investigated but never solved but this is different because he was a white guy the the mayor bulldozed his property and he found like basically the day after he did that these killings started so so did you see the zoom no i didn't what no i got to go back so it's like when he when they announced that like um dean says something like and then the killing started the next day it like <gasps> slowly zooms into his face but then it also fades to like the property so it kind of like is one and the same so oh. but, yeah i was just like <laughs> killings the next day zoom. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> oh man! Oh no! I need to watch that again. Like I can't believe I missed it. Oh, uh, okay. So then this kind of like it it cuts again, and Cassie's at home. It's night time, and suddenly from outside the house, there's like this truck like badgering her. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's just driving yeah. around the house and being intimidating, and she's sort of mm-hmm. getting quite scared and running around. She calls Dean, which seems like a good choice so okay i have another this isn't this was another thing with like i was getting frustrated at 
This is clearly a multi-story house. So why is she staying on the first floor? (laughs) Why? Like the the lights are flickering. The truck is like trying to like get in or whatever. Mm -hmm. Go upstairs. A truck can't go upstairs. (laughs) Not a house. Anyway, yeah, (laughs) that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. That's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) So like she calls Dean, and then it kind of. like they they appear like it, it kind of cuts and then they're sorting people out with like tea and biscuits like <laughs> <laughs> you yeah know? it's like it's, it was everybody they never really established if this was her house her mum's house like whose house is this I would um, yeah I would assume it's her mum's house because she said she was looking after her after her dad died yeah. so it would make sense but yeah mm-hmm. uh, we don't see um, where Cassie where, lives like, no we don't and we don't also don't like we don't know why her mum was not there. Either. oh yeah good point like where is she yeah okay because um, then her, then her mom is there with everybody maybe she was, was upstairs like, sleeping what? or something you know i don't know where maybe we're just imparting our own backstory to make it so it makes sense <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> and you know that sam's being his t- typical like empathetic self and trying to yeah. like get the information but then dean puts on his scary voice <laughs> yeah, does this angry voice. No need, Dean. We do your angry voice. What happened tonight, you and Cassie are marked. Okay? And your daughter could die. So if you know something, now would be a really good time to tell us about it. Dean. Yes. Uh, he's getting serious because he's like, if we don't solve this, like the only next logical person to die is Cassie because she's connected to this. So I guess he's trying to be protective. Yeah. Which, actually, do you think... In the, the context of this next sequence, mm-hmm. do you think it would have been Cassie or would it have been her mum? That's a good point. I think you're right. I think it probably is more likely to be her. Well, mm, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it probably was more likely to be one or the... I think this the, the truck's obviously tied to the family. So I think the opportunity to have to get either of them probably would have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're probably right. So um, we finally get, like, Dean's scary voice um, motivates Mrs. Robinson. We never find out what her first name is. Yeah. But um, we, uh, Cassie's mum finally, like, talks about what was, what happened. I don't, the gist of it is, we can get into more details if you want, but the gist of it is she was dating Martin and Cyrus. She decided to leave Cyrus for Martin, which is very, like, unheard of in the 60s, like, is you know people didn't yeah. do that especially especially since it's a dorian too it sounded like the dorians owned this town um yeah like he came from old money so like to to then to, to then leave him was you know made him very very jealous and like enraged and he did yeah. a whole bunch of awful awful things including burning down the church that she and Martin were going to get married at, yeah. which ended up killing some children, which is horrible. Like, yeah. ugh, I hate, I hate racists, obviously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> but like, goes about saying, ugh. but yes, no, particularly, yeah, the, the story is pretty. And then he, like, kidnaps Martin mm-hmm. and basically starts beating him up and Martin managed to get loose and then ends up killing Cyrus. Yeah. And got away with it yeah which is good <laughs> which so is good. like his, his two friends um like jimmy and clayton helped him cover it up and it was really interesting yeah. i think they added this line here that dean says is like why didn't you call the cops i like mm-hmm. like 
Mrs. Robinson just looked at him like incredulous, like of, like of course we didn't, and like that makes right. sense. I think mm-hmm. it's funny now that line makes more sense now. I think as well than maybe even would have back then, like back in two thousand six. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, def- it's definitely more in the con more in the consciousness. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let me rephrase that. That's it's more in the consciousness of everybody. Yes. Rather, because in in the black community, no, that that you just you wouldn't have done that anyway. Mm-hmm. But like in the light of what's happened in the past year, or in even in the past like five years, but yeah. especially in the past year, calling the police. So th- this is where it comes into like the, why the mayor is not not racist. I put like quotation uh, racist because. <laughs> yeah. Because he helped in the cover-up. I guess yeah. he was part of law enforcement or something. But it's like, that that doesn't necessarily mean you're not racist. It just means you're a good person. <laughs> well, yeah. Because they said that he covered it up because he knew what Cyrus had done. So kind of like they were covering up the murder of a bat, like someone who probably, let's be honest, at that time in history, probably would just have got away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. you know. I mean, he, he didn't get, they, they knew it was him who had, like burned down this church and killed all these children but like mm-hmm. they didn't do anything about it so so there was there was a couple of things in like the editing of this sequence like the the random like fade in fade out of like flashback sequences was kind of bizarre for me like i mean obviously they're not they're not going to show like this whole entire backstory as yeah. a flashback and they couldn't just keep it on her talking so i get that's why they did it this way but it it did feel very it felt very static, I guess, and it was just, it was very bizarre. Like the thing is, it's not it's not great writing to have one character give out all this like exposition and context to just go like, oh, this is exactly why everything is happening here. I understand. I guess I understand why they did it this way. This episode seems to have been a bit shorter, and like maybe it was a little bit rushed. But I think they maybe if they had to stayed on her face the whole time, it would have felt very static, I guess. But I don't know what else they're mm-hmm. gonna do. Yeah. It's- yeah. No. I think it's doing the best out of maybe what's it's not great writing, you know. I don't know how I feel about how do I I'm not it doesn't feel justified, if you know what I mean. In that this ghost is basically doing everything that he did before. Like it I feel like with some of the some of the ghosts that we've seen so far, like it, it maybe wasn't entirely their fault or like they were clearly I, I don't know, it's I, I can't Maybe we'll cut this out because I can't really explain how this yeah. how this feels wrong. But like, it almost feels like they were giving Cyrus the excuse to be a murderous asshole. <laughs> yeah, with this, like the ghosts like, in the season so far have not been. I guess they've not really been good people. They've been things that have like they've done things that are questionable. Like first episode, we pretty much assume she probably drowned her children. Like right. there was the that doctor who was like, you know, doing experiments on like mentally ill people. Mm-hmm. But then we have seen other ghosts that aren't to blame. Like the rest of the ghosts in Asylum were pretty benevolent. Like they were trying to tell people what had gone on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it seems weird because later on, they kind of establish that ghosts they're there because they have some kind of unfinished business. I think this is the problem. I think because what they do later with ghosts, they kind of, yeah. you know, that because people get stuck in between like going to heaven or, or hell, they kind of go a bit crazy. Whereas mm-hmm. this guy didn't go crazy. He always was just like a, 
racist bit. Piece of poop. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he just got to continue doing that in the afterlife. There was no comeuppance. Um, yeah. I guess Sam and Dean are providing that comeuppance in this episode, but I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe we'll cut this out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, there's, there's definitely something, there's, there's something weird about this explanation that doesn't 100% sit right, but is still like, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is where the writing was just not, not great. Um, yeah. I think the problem is um, they haven't fully fleshed out how ghosts work even now. We've mm-hmm. seen a few different ways of them exercising them as well. Um, you know, like, I guess, I guess Hookman is another example of this where he was doing awful things and then just got to conti- continue doing awful things into the afterlife. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, it, it's weird where we're in a situation like where we know like heaven and hell exists and yet you have this like in-between place where there are people who are ghosts who are not getting any kind of like eternal judgment. I don't yeah. know. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I just got an icky feeling and I just I can't explain what that feeling is. Um, yeah, I think there is something up with this episode and the narrative in it and I, I also cannot put my finger on it. For sure. Hopefully yeah. someone can maybe leave a comment or we'll yeah. read something and it's just like, I don't know. Anybody yeah, else could. feel like that? <laughs> Yeah, tell us, please, because there's a there's a weird <laughs> feeling about it, and we we can't can't explain it. I've been mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, like, Cassie didn't know any of this, so she's quite shocked by it. Um, and then this is where I was like, I was saying in the beginning, they kind of get close to exploring something here, and then don't quite say it because they go outside, and Sam says like, "Well, my life was so simple when I was in college," you know, like, kind of saying I. What is he trying to say here? Like, oh, I didn't have to worry about any of this like racism stuff. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what this conversation was. It was, mm. um, you know, Dean says like, oh, I saved you from a, a boring existence. Uh, okay. Like, I didn't know if they were close to saying something like, oh, well, you know, we don't have to deal with this kind of prejudice and things as we're driving around the country. Uh, pretending to be FBI agents and <laughs> <laughs> like with with no backlash. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think I feel like they're close to saying something about privilege, and it's just not. It it doesn't really come of it. But I mean, again, two thousand six sensibilities are slightly different from what they were now. I, I guess. Yeah. It's not that it's an excuse, definitely. but it's an observation. Yeah. So, Actually, I wrote that he was being obnoxious, but like, I honestly don't really remember that conversation being that, um, that close to saying something. But I'll have to go. I'll go back and listen to it uh, probably, again. Maybe um, wrong. Mm-hmm. So they found out that the truck was uh, basically like pushed into the swamp. Um, so they have to go and get it out. And like, oh, I love this little bit with Cassie here, like in front of Sam as well. It's so funny. Um. Because Cassie comes out and like Dean's asking her to like stay behind. She says like don't get all like authoritative with me. And um he kind of like softens and goes like stay behind, please. And Sam's like, ah, <laughs> oh, in the background, his face just like, oh 
Look at him being yeah. all soft. <laughs> now what? Well, you stay put and look after her, and we'll be back. Don't leave the house. Don't go getting all authoritative on me. I hate it. Don't leave the house, please. Then they make out again. And I, I just love the fact that he like flips a bird at Sam. <laughs> yeah, I thought he did. I thought he did. Yeah. Like he's kind of like, wait, yeah. It's so funny. Cause yeah. yeah. Sam's like, come on. Um. <laughs> Cute. I thought that they then find that this bit goes like, they find the truck really easily. I guess they were told where it was um, by Mrs. Robinson. I guess. Yeah, knows. I guess so. It makes sense. But you're right. The truck that they pull out is not the same truck, right, as the monster it, truck. It really it doesn't same. look the same. If you it, like, if we never read, I guess we do see the side of it because the side of it looks like a modern, like the ghost version, mm. looks like a modern truck, like it's like built like a tank almost. Yeah. But this one has the like the very sixties sort of um, softer edges, like like the the sides of the pickup is very round. The color, I mean, we don't. Ever, well, we see we do see the truck in the daytime and it's black, but I feel like this truck is like burgundy. I mean, it's rusted, so yeah, it's it's not going to be exact. But I feel I do feel like it was like a, maybe a, it could have been a red truck at one point. Um, I thought it was like green, but that might have just been the swamp slime. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It, this this definitely this story of ghosts on this one. Mm-hmm. I think they took some some liberties a little bit because I'm trying to think with the ghosts that we've seen. They've all they've all been in the appropriate dress for the the time that they had died. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, maybe not Hookman. Hookman's the only one that wasn't. Yeah. Right, because he was supposed to be like this. He had like a full on like leather like, jacket and he yeah. looked, looked like the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, but obviously, m- maybe it's like a, a time thing. I don't mm. know. I'm not. I, who knows? Who knows what <laughs> the reason why the this truck looks different? It may not even look different. I'm. I might go back and have a look properly and yeah. just make sure that we're not just we're not just like blowing gas. But <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it was so gross when they like open the car door oh. and like they're like kind of counting down to it. You can. I can't imagine. I don't know what a dead body smells like, but like I can't imagine that smelled good. It was in the water. For forty years, I'm pretty sure a body in for- water for forty years didn't look doesn't look like that. But anyway. uh, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> um, uh, like, oh, it was it was grim because it still had skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what? No, what? No, forty years. Okay, okay, whatever. Supernatural. Um, yeah, so, like shouldn't should like fish like eat it? Ugh. Like anyway, there's like there's this thing called like bog bodies. If you have ever seen them, but that's in like peat peat bogs where they're like a, like a specific like acidity or level oh, okay. so you kind of like preserve the bodies so they do kind of look mm-hmm. like fresh that sounds gross but this is like <laughs> this is just a swamp so no yeah, yeah you're no. doing something with you in it um mm. yes yeah, so, but but it's you know they find the body they burn the body and they they kind of stand over it to watch it burn and then the truck appears so yep. it's, it's funny because like sam's like do you think this is enough and then the truck appears <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, nope. Yeah. I'm surprised no, it, it didn't not. like occur to them to burn the truck like before that, or at least try to. Like, but it was maybe a possibility that they might have to. Um, yeah. No. It, I mean, because they've seen that like a, a human ghost is what usually constitutes a human body. So 
like a yeah. truck is killing people, not a human. So it also it in makes Hook more Man, sense. They had to melt the necklace because it's like a physical mm-hmm. object. Anyway, yeah, they had to melt all that silver. Mm-hmm. So Dean's like, and, I'm and, gonna... okay. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go on, they yeah. also were saying when they were talking about the Flying Dutchman that the the ghost of the pirate um, influenced the the ship. So yeah. they they already know that they had to destroy anyway. Yeah, they know. <laughs> But this was clearly an excuse for a car chase. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, like, Dean's like, I'm going to lead it away. You figure out how to burn the truck. And Sam's like, I don't know how. Like, he's like, how do I burn a truck? Like, I don't know. But, like, Dean runs off to the Impala. And, like, the, the car chase is fine. Like, it's so a bit lame. The, it is a little bit. But I do want to say, like, I'm not surprised that there wasn't any damage on the Impala. Just because muscle cars built when that muscle car was built yeah are built like tanks yeah. they are built like freaking tanks my sister-in-law had like a an older model like american car mm-hmm. and um she'd gotten in a car accident and like the car in front of her she'd like rear-ended somebody the car in front of her was like completely destroyed oh my <laughs> but God. like front of her car wasn't like you know how so in a normal car accident the front of your car crumples so mm-hmm. it takes all the the shock yeah. Her the front of her car had no damage. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're they're like I think they're made of like steel. There are no crumple zones on those old cars. Yeah, no. So they just don't. They just don't. <laughs> so like during this like um car chase, they have um Dean's talking on his phone to Sam. I think Sam rings him. Um because Sam's panicking a little bit that he doesn't know how to uh burn this truck. <laughs> I think he's flicking yeah. through the journal at one point. Was that what he, he is? Doing? Like are you thinking that John's written explicit details in there of how to burn a truck? Like, maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I mean, he was a mechanic, so he might have some notes, but know. I think that that journal's probably more ghost-related than, like, car-related. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, when he was talking about burning the truck, I was like, well, you know, it's easy, but I'm, I'm realizing they, they need to, like, literally melt the truck. They need yeah. to, like, they can't just like burn the interior, like because mm-hmm. you can you can burn out a car, but the frame of the car is still going to be there. Yeah. Um. So I think they have to completely destroy mm-hmm. the truck. Um. Yeah, which you can't do thing. unless you go. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is easy. Uh, but yeah, I don't really yeah. You have to take, take all the framework out as well. Yeah. Yeah. So like Sam figures out something because he's he rings Cassie and says like I need an exact location for this thing. Like it needs to be exact. Um. Mm-hmm. And then he rings back. Dean as the Impala gets rear-ended by that truck again like you're right no damage it kind of fishtails a bit mm-hmm. and Dean swears at it son of a bitch <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but Sam gives him like exact directions to this place um, mm-hmm. and he does like an emergency stop right at the exact place um, <laughs> and he's like looking right at the <laughs> truck and the truck is looking at him it's, it's very much a game of chicken very um, much so which and so the, the truck is like speeding at at him and like mm-hmm. dean's on the phone like what am i what am i doing he's like just stay there just stay there <laughs> there's a collision or is there no <laughs> it just turns into like smoke i did kind of like the effect yeah of all the truck effects this this one was kind of cool like it like basically dusted yeah i thought that was pretty wicked actually and they yeah. said it was like because Sam explains it to him like, oh, because you're where the church was and that was hallowed ground and that mm-hmm. gets rid of ghosts, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. <but laughs> and he's like, maybe. maybe. <laughs> church ground is hallowed ground. Whether the church is still there or not, evil spirits cross over hallowed ground. 
Sometimes they're destroyed, so I figured maybe that would get rid of it. Maybe? Maybe? What if you were wrong? Huh. Honestly, that thought hadn't occurred to me. Well, it honestly didn't occur to me. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> I love that. We're just like, the maybe. thought didn't occur to me. <laughs> yeah, that who could possibly be wrong? Like, Sam's quite <laughs> cocky sometimes, isn't he? Let's be honest. But this was a... Yeah. I love that, like, Dean's like, I'm gonna kill him. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it was such a, like, because it, it was such a delayed reaction almost because the phone conversation was over. He was sat in his car and he was like, yeah. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. He looks genuinely like a little bit shaken up. Like Dean looks a bit <laughs> yeah. shaken up. Like I said, talking about trust in asylum and how much he should trust Sam seems like, you know, he shot him or try, you know, tried to. Yeah. There's a lot of trust going on here that he's right on yes. that. <laughs> I mean... I would be scared if I, I like, I really like the scene where it cuts between the truck and Dean's face. Like, it's so very, there's something very 80s about it that I enjoy. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was very good. Yeah, they did it. Congrats. Yep. You killed they, the racist just... truck. <laughs> Woo! Woo! What is, <sighs> what, yes, he's, he's a racist truck. But at the same time, he's, he's not. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. That's making me so, like, weird. Because it, it's, it's social injustice in general in that, you know, this this white man could go around kidnapping black men and nothing was happening. But was he, he was, he became overtly racist because I'm going to say most people in the 60s, white people in the 60s were like racist because of the times. It was yes. just, that's what it was. But he mm -hmm. came overtly racist when he was dumped by his white girlfriend for a black man. Yeah. So I think that's where I'm getting like hung up on. Is it just racist or is it not? I think they were trying to say that it was when it maybe wasn't. There's a level of like misogyny as well that I plays into it yeah. where like he's mm -hmm. like taking control of this woman, not letting her do, you know, not respecting her choice to date this this black man as well. There's a whole bunch mm -hmm. of like problems. Yeah, with that, that. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it's going to plague me for a bit. Um, I know I haven't phrased it quite right, but know that racism is bad. Controversial <laughs> thought. Um, and I don't agree with any form of racism. But there's some, there's something about this that feels racist, but not quite. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think I, I think I understand what you're, what you're saying. I, I don't think... So, yeah, I think this episode didn't deal with this subject in the best way possible. I think there's... Yeah. I don't think that necessarily takes away from... Like, this episode's okay, but I think the way they dealt with, like, bigger themes... Supernatural's never been good at dealing with bigger themes, yeah. ever. No. And I think they <laughs> they failed here as much as they do in any other episode where they tried to do it. Um, yeah. No, you're to right. To be honest. So, yeah. you got to... you sometimes, you got to take things as they are sometimes. Mm -hmm. We can only uh, observe what's, uh, what's in... <laughs> what's here. So now they've, like, dusted this truck... We cut back to Cassie and Dean, they're, and they're saying goodbye for one last time. This felt a little weird to me. So, like, Dean's like, oh, you know, maybe this time it's less permanent. And Cassie's outright like, nah, this is kind of it, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
you know, she says, like, oh, you know, I don't see much hope for us. Um, mm-hmm. And then Bean's like, well, you know, I've seen stranger things happen. You know what? I'm a realist. I don't see much hope for us, Dean. Well, I've seen stranger things happen. Hell of a lot stranger. Goodbye, Dean. I'll see you, Cassie. And, like, she says goodbye and he says, like, see you. So, like, it's clearly not over for Dean. Like, he likes this woman. Mm-hmm. But she's But done. she's, like, <laughs> she is done. Well, I mean, it, it makes, it does, she's obviously very smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think, like you were saying earlier, she probably knows that if she sticks around, mm-hmm. something, like, more of this is going to happen. And really, who wants to deal with that? Yeah. Yeah, Dean probably i don't know if dean really does love her i think he oh this is so this is so like cliche i think he loves the idea of her yeah mm-hmm. i like i think so too i think you're right on that one i think women have to deal with that a lot that like people put their idealistic view of them you know mm-hmm. onto them like oh i could have like a picket fence life with you whereas actually if you look at her life a bit more closely she's like a journalist working at a newspaper she's clearly got her own thing going on like mm-hmm. she's not gonna be at home waiting for you with like dinner and stuff i don't think you know and like she's she's not she's not looking for somebody who's gonna be here for like a month and then gone for six months and then here yeah. for a month like it's not i mean it's never implied and like there's no kind of indication that she's in a relationship with anybody else but like mm-hmm. she's she's in her hometown that kind of sums it up really like she went away to college yeah and then came back like that that to me screams like she wants stability yeah yeah you're totally right i i i think she's great because i mean the problem is she is only there really as a female character to kind of show the the issues that dean has with like stability yeah Mm -hmm. so because she's you're right she's kind of the opposite of him is like yeah she's she probably want would like to stay in her hometown work her job possibly settle down whereas like Dean's on the road maybe he likes that idea of that but it's just not possible uh, yeah I think considering she's the first I mean I guess she's kind of we got introduced to Meg in in Scarecrow he's kind of like I guess the first female character in Supernatural who is going to be uh, you know end up being recurring Cassie I don't mm-hmm. think ever comes back no she doesn't no she doesn't but she she felt like a, she felt like a real character it's just a shame that mm-hmm. her only interactions in feeling like a real character was with men. I'm, just, I'm getting on my like, feminist high horse here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I don't know how else you're going to do that in 40 minutes, though. Yeah, and, like, the thing is, with that, though, yes, all her interactions were, like, were about men, but she wasn't, she was not, like, cowering. She stood yeah. up to every single man in this episode every single like she stood up to the mayor she stood up to dean she called him out on his sh- on his stuff yeah like called out the mayor on his stuff like he she and the only time she was really sympathetic which makes sense because it's her mum, was mm-hmm. another female character yeah so while yes she was only there like to be a woman basically she was a very strong like i am independent this is what i want like even even with saying goodbye to Dean, like she could have been like, oh yeah, I guess this, you know, that's yeah, that's I, totally true. 
I have changed my my feelings about you. It's like no, no, I know what you are and I know what I am, and mm-hmm. it's it's not going to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're totally right. I like her. I wish we could have um, maybe like look. They brought back so many characters in the last few seasons. Like I would have mm-hmm. liked to have maybe seen Cassie come back for like a cameo or something but like what would they have done with it this is just me like i don't know something terrible they would have just killed her off let's be honest they would have just killed yeah, her they off. Would. okay i yep. don't want it anymore yep. <laughs> and how mm, can you imagine it okay this is this is what i would imagine would happen okay cassie is like possessed by someone or something and so it's like it's the three crew not just sam and dean but sam sam dean and cass yeah and in the end, it has to be, like, Cass who has to kill Cassie. <laughs> You're right as well. That's so, like, they would have done something That's terrible. A, like, this is someone who's not a writer, someone who has, I mean, I'm a little bit creative, but not that creative. Um, <laughs> like, this this is, a, that's the kind of avenue that they would have gone in, like, oh, look, it's Cass killing Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You're so right. They would have been something terrible. Good for you, girl. You got out of this. You got yeah, out of this one alive as well. Great job. You're doing yep. it. And then we'll look on Wiki and it's like, oh, she was actually she didn't come back after the after Jack every brought everybody back. She wasn't one of those people. Oh yeah, that's true. They're probably <laughs> like some kind of retcon, so she did die somehow. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. <sighs> Man. Ladies and Susan actually. Um I know, right? So Sam and Sam's driving off with Dean in the passenger seat because I guess he's too sad to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was saying he was saying goodbye. So I guess like, and they 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 take turns driving. I guess. Yeah, that's true. And it was it's just it was just Sam's turn. And like Sam says, oh, you know, I like I like her. You meet someone like her, it make you wonder if it's worth it, putting everything else on hold, doing what we do. And he asked him like, do you think it's worth it putting everything on hold for this mission? I guess is what he's trying to say. And. Um, mm-hmm. He does exactly what Cassie accused him of and makes a joke yeah. out of it because he puts his sunglasses on. <sighs> Which are horrible. <laughs> like horrible. what kind of what kind of sunglasses are those? They're horrible. They're like wraparounds. No. Yeah. No. Uh, and he's like, wake me up when it's my turn to drive. Ah ha ha ha. End of episode. And you're like, well, Cassie was right. <laughs> yep, Cassie was right. <laughs> she, yeah. Uh, yeah and that's it that's the episode um, that is the episode so yeah mixed okay. feelings yeah mixed feelings I, actually i started out this this uh episode of the who like you know what? it wasn't as bad as i remember it was and then i like talked through it and i was like oh no there is some real bad there's some bad bits in this um right so there is there is bad bits but it's not it's not a horrible episode it's not as bad as people make out it is and i think mm-hmm. they joke about this episode as well in later seasons alongside bugs as being like not that great yeah but yeah it's it's definitely um i don't think it warranted as much hate but it it's not done as well as it could have been but in the context of supernatural they can't they don't do large like you said they don't do larger issues well anyway exactly um yeah there's probably more we could have addressed here as well like maybe this is one for our like um end of season catch-up i maybe have to ponder mm -hmm. on this one a bit more um, I think so too. Yeah. What's the next episode? The next episode is Nightmare. Oh, I wait. Is this like a gin episode? Like, 
No. No, I don't think so. (gasps) This is the beginning of the end (laughs) of the season. Oh, no. (laughs) This is where we, Sam's abilities start to come in and we meet somebody else (gasps) who has abilities. Uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to watching that one then. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a much higher rated episode. It's an 8.3. Ooh, we're getting into the story it's now. Also, yeah, mm-hmm. it's also um, it's longer than the this previous episode at 55 minutes, I guess, including <gasps> commercial breaks. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Right. So thanks again for joining us in Supernatural Purgatory. We... Didn't make much progress uh, this episode in finding our way out. <laughs> not at um, all. Not at all. Uh, but we met uh, some interesting characters along the way. <laughs> <We did. laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Bye.